The following program is made available on the Reservoir Geeks tape deck. Enjoy. What a fitting song, isn't it? Isn't it a fitting song, Chris? Oh, no. Chris is not here. That's why it is a fitting song. It's because Chris had to go out of town. And uh, we did not want to uh, disappoint you fine folks. So um, we have decided that we're going to do a little best of episode. Now, I'm not the best of the two episodes you've heard, because that would be ridiculous, because there's only two. What we're doing is a best of um, the Vintage Stock podcast, the original podcast we had back from 2009. So what you're going to hear here is um, is our favorite stuff uh, from those episodes. And um, the... Uh, the thing is, is, you know, it was a long time ago. I don't know, it's just seven years, but uh, you gotta think, that's a whole seven-year-old. That's a whole nine-year-old able to drive now. That's a whole, uh, my math's not so good, but, you know, they're 21. So, what, they were 14. So now they can drink. Um, but, you know, so it was a while ago, and uh, podcasting was different. It was uh, a little more... Um, Difficult to get your stuff out there. Hence, uh, nobody listened to it back then. And, uh, I mean, we had, like, a this big mixing board and, like, microphones that we held. Now it's all, like, condensed into one microphone that does it all for you. And, uh, I mean, we had all this stuff. And even then, it was like, is this good? <laughs> I don't understand. And there really wasn't a whole lot to compare it to. Uh, I don't even think, uh, like, WTF was around back then. But that was uh, that was pretty much the one big one. Maybe Smodcast was around. But, uh, you know, we weren't... <laughs> what, have, what the fuck did we think? We were going to compete with them? No. But we just wanted to do it because, uh, I mean, we're pretty... Uh, both of us are pretty humble gentlemen, but uh, we both know that we're funny as hell. And we thought people would want to listen to us just shoot the shit. And they didn't. 
So uh, we waited seven years, and we think people want to listen to us shoot the shit now. And uh, we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, it was uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun, and I think that comes through on the episodes, and uh, especially the clips you're going to hear. The first clip uh, is from our very first episode that was only 35 minutes long. And it is uh, the episode we entitled it Beginnings after... Um, the first episode of Spaced was called Beginnings. Eventually we went on to uh, naming the episodes after um, the subtitles of sequels. So like uh, another one you'll hear is from The Secret of the Ooze. And like we had Knuckle Up and uh, Romancing the Stone. Wait, or was it Jewel of the Nile? I can never remember which one is the sequel. Mm, one of them's not good too. Shit. And you always figure that out halfway through watching. You're like, ah, this is the crappy one. But anyway, um, so this is the very first clip. And it's just, uh, it's just us just uh, introducing ourselves. And it's, uh, it's, we think it's neat because it's the first time that we, uh, you know, laid one down. And it's the very, very beginning of Reservoir Geeks. All right, this is uh, Reservoir Geeks. I'm Andy from, uh, from Self-Important Douche, and here we got Chris from A Time for Nothing, the band, the legendary the, the band. Myth. No myth. one's, no one's gonna know what you're talking about. It's a really, there's really shitty band. Two people who might know you who had heard that band back in the day. There, uh, there are some shirts if any of you are interested. Yeah. We can get you shirts. No charge. I, c I can get you shirts. Yeah, basically no charge. Yeah. Only if you like large or extra large. Yeah. Because I've basically jerked off into all the smalls. <laughs> so that's a short and sweet one. Um, The next little bit here is from... Uh, hold on, I'm going to do something and I'll probably leave it in. Click. Okay. Um, the next one is, uh, now remember this was seven years ago, and, uh, the world wasn't so politically correct now, and we talked about little people and referred to them as midgets. Um, the thing is, is if they protested, if there's other protesters, you wouldn't see their signs because they can't get them up that high. And it continues. So, um, here's a little midget talk for you from, uh... From 2009, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna keep saying 2009. How stupid would that be? But here it is. The little people. Now this is this is interesting. This is something I noticed a while back, and I've told several people about this. But if you think about little people, they can never have much of anything. Like they have little aids. They would have little aids. They couldn't just have regular aids. They would have little aids. Yep. Or a little little cancer. I like that segue you did there. What, what, that was a segue? Yeah, you did. Is that what you call that? Yeah, I was talking about Jesus. You took it right to little people. So we're like professional now. We have segues. <laughs> I guess. I w I'd like to write a segue. Uh, yeah, no. This, anyway. uh, uh, like a transition? You know what would be hilarious is a midget on a segue. Because they couldn't reach They wouldn't the be able to see where they were going. Those little tiny feet trying to control the pad. You use your feet to control the pad? That's what makes you go forward. Leaning forward. So is it your is it your feet or your? They whole would have body? to walk all the way to the back to just be able to stop a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a treadmill, just their size. Exactly. It's like a moving a moving treadmill. I think 
The little treadmills move. In my in my uh, fantasies, midgets work out like in a uh, you know a hamster wheel, one of those little habit trails. You know. Is that how they power their houses? Yeah, I think so. That's how my house is getting powered. You know, I th- I think I honestly think the government should look into that. I mean, who really uses little people for anything? Really? Hey, can you grab other, that? Other, other no, than, you can't. Other than like TV shows and entertainment, what what are little people good for? And nothing nothing against little people. I mean, honestly, you guys are extremely entertaining. Um, but yeah, what the are they gonna do? The, Call? The, yeah. Can't reach the phone. No. Oh, wow. Yeah, but that's true. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, wind power. Who the fuck needs wind power? No. You could just. I need Put a up, midget set up a whole bunch of little wheels on a habit trail. Throw them in there, and um, I don't know, hang like some leg extensions in front of them. It'd be nice too, because you could just, you know, all they really ask for is some more cedar chips on the bottom of their cage. <laughs> little people like cedar chips. They, they do. Quite a, that's quite an assumption. Yep, they like to dig and burrow. <laughs> <laughs> they God damn it! It's really hard to housebreak those little people. They find th- that's why you put diapers on them. But the wonderful thing is, they have little shits. They do. They're little shits. Just little piles of shit. Little shits. And they do it in the corner. You push their face in it, and you go, no! No, little. No, Cody. No, David the gnome. You make them pick it up with their little sausage fingers. Little sausage fingers. That would be quite a a feat for a little person to have. Little feet. Well, little feet. It would be a little feet. (laughs) Quite a little feet. Yep. Little fingers dragging on the ground because they're not that far. They're not the apes. <laughs> sure they are. <laughs> Just open <laughs> foreheads. <and> oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's the politically correct term? For some reason, I think they prefer to be called little people. I don't that's know insulting. why. I, I think that's I think that's more insulting than than midgets or dwarfs. I don't know. Why Is aren't it? they called? So so should we be called big people? Because I, I think that's I think normal people. Think normal people. Yeah. Yeah. You think a midget could have a top shelf margarita? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they could at all. This is a lot of midget talk. Yeah, this is, really is a lot of midget talk. I did not think we were going to waste the entire first episode on midget talk. Hilarious. It holds up. It holds up. And it's okay to laugh because it was so long ago, you know, people didn't give a shit back then. So, uh, mm-mm-mm. man, we were and still are very funny. Now, uh, previously mentioned, The Secret of the Ooze, uh, fittingly, was the uh, title of our second episode. Um, you thought, you like, oh, the first episode we did was 35 minutes long. Uh, let's stretch this one backwards to 34 minutes. I'm not going to keep telling you the times either, because that would be ridiculous. But um, uh, when I was in second grade, back in... 1988, uh, what they still have now is the Scholastics Book Fair, and this girl bought this book that was disturbing, and the teacher decided that not only should she be disturbed by it, but all of us should be disturbed by it, so she read it in class, and, uh, I was working at a bookstore at the time, and, uh, it was just a kismet. Somebody brought the book in. I was like, holy shit, that's the book that I always tell people about. And I I bought it from the person for 50 cents. If you've ever sold your books anywhere, you know you get fucked over. And I was one of those people fucking people over. And uh, so I uh, I paid the 50 cents for the book. And I, 
uh, brought it home. And, uh, man, just super disturbing, no matter how old you are. I remember going home and being like, holy shit. So, um, here's that little clip of us uh, going over the book. Our teacher read us this book uh, when I was, like, in second grade, and it was called I Won't Leave You. It was about a babysitter who finds out this little girl's being abused okay. by her parents. So it was just funny. It was a funny book to read. I Won't Leave You? I Won't Leave You. In fact, here, put in some filler. Hold on a second. You just keep talking. Oh, I don't know where he's going. I think he's going to go and um, I think he's going to get the book, but he is currently making a shitload of noise and mess, but you can't hear it because, of course, he doesn't have the mic anywhere near him. Uh, but, yeah, I think he's getting the book. Isn't it weird how, how beer always looks better inside of you? I think it looks... Alright, hold on. What about how I look better inside of you? There's the book. I ended up buying it back at the store. Oh, wow. This is... Oh. The cover, I have to say, is fantastic. The The little girl on the cover looks like... Um, uh, what's the what's the name of uh, the kids when the... the uh, fetal alcohol syndrome baby. That's what she looks like. Little upturned nose. Real, real sweet, real sweet-looking kid here, uh, mommy. Or is this the babysitter? This isn't mommy. That is the babysitter. The babysitter. All right. Well, looks like she took a couple shots to the face. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Did, uh, should we read some of this? Let's see. Yeah. Uh, open it to a page there. Can you? Can you? Can you open it? Let's work together. Well, I was gonna say let's oh, read. Oh, let's the, hold on. I'll the read summary the on the back. Amanda, when your mom asked me to babysit for you, I was thrilled. She's the coolest teacher that Brighton High has ever had. Mm -hmm. And when I first saw your sweet smile and adorable curls, your I knew black that you eye. were special. Shut the fuck up, I'm trying to read. Sorry. Let me get back in the mode. But I can't shake the feeling that something is wrong. There you scream are. when I turn out your light at night. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you throw your toys around the room like you're really angry. And what terrifies me the most are the bruises on your body. Oh, yeah. I'm really scared for you, Amanda. Me too. Should I tell someone how I feel? Nope. Sometimes I just want to hold you in my arms and protect you. Don't worry, because I won't leave you. Oh, uh, yeah. This was read to me in second grade. This was read to you? Somebody yeah. read this? Did they, when they read this? The teacher. Did, when the teacher read it, did they do the voices? Don't hit me, Dad. Just shut your mouth if you know what's good for you. I tried to sound calm. Amanda, just listen to me. Stop crying. You can do this, I said. Remember what a big girl you are. I tried to talk my in my calmest voice, even though I was nearly panicking. I'll hold the door tightly so the key will turn, I told her. You lean against it while you turn the key, okay? All right. There was a rattle and then a click. Uh -oh. Stop there, I told her. <laughs> I opened the Not door and Amanda fell into my arms crying. Oh. <laughs> How'd they spell that? I held her close. Close. I held her close. <laughs> uh, I held her close and stroked her hair. Then I told her she was very brave and smart to open the door all by herself. Just the breath on your neck. Then I noticed the brand new bruise on her forehead. Uh, it was right on top of the old one. I realized it came from the bumping. She'd been bumping her head against the door. So obviously the kid was retarded then. I think so. That's what the outcome of the book is. 
find out the kid was retarded. Let's skip ahead to some pages. Oh, uh, here. Well, I want to read. I'll skip okay. ahead. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. All right. Uh, go, go to some more pages and read. Laying in a pool of her own blood. Amanda, why did you ask your dad to shoot you? And Amanda responded, because I'm a dirty, dirty girl. The end. How old was Amanda? She was 10. What was her last name? Hug and kiss? I thought it was beat with fist. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Fucked up. And you gotta love that little pling-plongy music Chris added in. Now, um, you know, what's funny is what we would do, we would never really cut anything out, but we would record the episodes, like, after both of us got off work, and we would record the episodes in my apartment, and then we would play the episode through and listen to the whole thing again and just think it was hilarious. And uh, we thought right, but we would uh, listen to the episode and we would um, try to, to post it that night. Uh, that one, however, Chris went through and added some little pling-plongy uh, piano music that really added to the ambiance of the episode, or that little story. Uh, really quite well done. Chris is uh, quite talented with the production uh, aspect, and I'm sure that if he was here, he would say something nice about me. Probably about how handsome I am. Yep, I bet that's what it would be. Um, the next little clip here is, uh, from, uh, the episode titled The Streets, which is in reference to Step Up To The Streets, and it was always, I always wondered, was that Step Up To The Streets? Or Step Up To, colon, the streets perhaps the world will never know you know that's up there like who killed kennedy did we land on the moon is it step up to the streets but um chris uh chris enlightens uh the listeners here with a uh, story about um adolescence and having an emergency I was telling somebody the story about the time you took a shit in front of somebody's house. When did I take a shit in front of somebody's house? You, it wasn't when we were hanging out. Yeah, no, it was no, when you were a child. Yeah, well, it was ninth grade. So why are you asking me like you don't know the story? I was just I was, con <laughs> I was confirming which one it was. <laughs> How many times have you done this? Once. All right. Yeah, that's it, once. We'll tell the story now so the four people listening can go, oh, Chris... It was uh, it was ninth grade. It was right after my. Stint. It was storming outside. No, <laughs> it was a full moon. I uh, bet it was once you drop trail. Nah, get, I, at most it. I have half an ass. No. Oh. Um. So it was like it was ninth grade, and it was right after I had just started taking medication for ADHD, like after my my stint in the mental hospital, and I started taking. You know, medication for it, and it really fucks up your stomach, at least for, you know, a certain amount of the population that takes it. So, yeah, I took it, and I and you had to walk like half a fucking mile up the street to get to the bus stop. So I get up to the bus stop, and the bus is, you know, about to be there, and all of a sudden, medicine drops, and <coughs> so yeah, exactly. Yeah. So does the shit. Like I have to shit like fucking crazy. So <laughs> I looked at the other kids at the bus stop, and I was like, um, yeah, I got to go. I forgot a book at home. And I started running down the street, like, pinching, like, really hardcore. <laughs> and halfway back to my house, I just couldn't hold it anymore. So I just I just took a shit in somebody's front yard. 
like by a tree. It was really dark, so it's not like I was doing it in broad daylight. Was or it anything. from the medicine? It was really dark. Yeah, the shit was too. But yeah, I just had to. I just pulled my pants down and shit next to their tree. And at the same time, <laughs> while I was shitting, the bus drove by. <laughs> thank God they couldn't see me. <laughs> but I went back home and like, because I couldn't wipe afterwards, so I just kind of had to waddle back into the house. Oh. Mom was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Uh." I pooped in somebody's front yard. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go back and pick it up? No. I just oh. left it there. And uh, I just threw the... I, I didn't want to even bother. I didn't want to look to check to see if there was anything left in my pants. So I just threw the pants away. Pants and underwear. Really? Just took a shower. Went back to bed. <laughs> Skipped school that day. Nice. So, yeah. I shit in someone's front yard. Way to go. Gross. Absolutely gross. But... Also, absolutely hilarious. And it continues to be hilarious. I think I've heard that story hundreds of times, and I think it's funny every fucking time. Um, now, uh, Chris and I, uh, we like movies here a lot. And uh, uh, one movie that we enjoy quite thoroughly is Jurassic Park. And we make a lot of references to it. And um, back in 2009, we had no idea that Jurassic World would ever be a thing. The, what we had was the concept art from Jurassic 4, where they had human-dinosaur hybrids, and they were fucking stupid-looking. But we got Jurassic World, thank God. And we went opening night and came ourselves. We actually came in our pants. Chris had to run back home again. His mom said, what are you doing here? He said, I saw Jurassic World and I came. And he threw those pants away too. Little fun fact is he never empties his trash. Now he has a little uh, shit gene uh, baby that uh, he has to raise. So it's pretty sad. His name is Lance and he's adorable, but he smells like shit and cum. But he's got the nicest genes. So um, anyway, here's a... Here's a little of, uh, you hear this and you'd be like, oh, these guys. But this is pretty much how it is when we're just hanging out. We just start talking about Jurassic Park like a couple of fucking weirdos. That was a little hot. Speaking of faces being on fire, have you heard you're not supposed to microwave water? Some kid microwaved water. He was supposed to boil it, put it in the microwave for like two minutes, let's say. Yeah. And it didn't do anything, so he put a spoon in the water. Yeah. When he did that, it yeah. caused some kind of... It broke the surface tension. And yeah. Because of all the molecules underneath that were heated up, it exploded. But... Blew up in his face, and his face melted off. Uh, Yeah, but I'm going to have to say that that doesn't happen all the time, because I do that almost every day. You shouldn't. I do that almost every day. You'll walk around looking like that kid who whose dad caught him on fire when his mom took custody of him. Okay, yeah. Um... No, I uh, I do that almost every day. Like I make I make tea, and uh, I have to heat up the water in a cup, and then you know be careful. Put the tea bag in it, and it I put it in for a minute, thirty seconds. Uh, if you really want to know what causes that, it's if you uh, microwave distilled water. You didn't because wait there's no for me to say yes. Because there's no um, minerals or uh, imperfections, I guess. Imperfections in the skin. Uh, yeah, in the skin. Oh, oh hold on. Okay, I'll uh, sip this drop. Uh-huh. Now, now, let's drop it on the back of your hand. Which okay. way it's going to roll? Which way it's going to roll? I'll say it's going to roll that way. Okay, let's drop it. 
Oh, nope. There it goes. There it goes. Okay. No, oh. wait, 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 wait. Okay. Now let's try it again. All no, right. No. No, based on tiny variations, uh, imperfections in the skin. Imperfections in the skin? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, now, which, now, which way is it going to roll? Back the same way. Okay, let's do it. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alan, yeah. look at this. Yeah. Who, who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? You would have jumped out of the jumped out of moving, moving car. And now, now he's jumped out of the moving car, and here I am talking to myself. Here I am sitting by myself uh, talking, talking to myself. myself. That's uh, the chaos theory. That's, chaos. that's the essence of chaos. Yes, the essence of chaos. The fuck were we talking about? Oh, yeah, well, okay, yeah. Imperfections in the water, yeah. The imperfections in the skin? No. Oh. Um, distilled water, because there's no minerals or anything like that in it, if you were to microwave distilled water and then disturb the surface tension, it will explode in your face. Thank you, Mr. But most, Wizard. But most tap water, because there are imperfections in the water mm -hmm. it won't do that oh, i see it, it won't and i think even now if one of us says imperfections in the skin or imperfections it always goes back to imperfections in the skin so uh it's making me miss chris by just saying imperfections nope there's nobody here so uh man i'm gonna have to send him a text and just send him imperfections and have him write back what the fuck are you talking about? Um, now, uh, uh, still in that same episode, um, I, uh, ever since I was little, I would do impressions, and I never heard Chris do any impressions, and, um, by the end of this clip, I think we'll all be in store for an impression by Chris. That is not true at all. You know, it's funny, though. Like when people do impressions that, <laughs> like, that, that they're not like professional people. <laughs> professional impressionists. Yeah, like you know, you're just hanging out with your friends, and they're like, "Oh, I got a Robert De Niro impression. You want to hear it? All right, here. Oh, what's up? I'm Robert De Niro. It's like <laughs> I don't think Robert De Niro walks around just saying, "Hey, what's up? I'm Robert De Niro." Whenever you do your Sean Connery impression, yeah. You don't really do an impression of Sean Connery. You do an impression of a guy doing an impression of <laughs> yeah, Sean Connery, that guy from SNL. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> I slapped my wife. Exactly. <laughs> but somehow we know it's Sean Connery. I'll take Schwartz <laughs> for 300 <laughs> But it's that guy from SNL doing an impression. I have of some Sean terrible Connery. impressions. I have really. Uh, yeah. Got Bill Cosby. Do Bill Cosby. <laughs> you didn't want some jello pudding. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> that is pretty bad. Do you, have do, a, do you have any impressions? Chris? I don't do impressions. I have original voices. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Nothing to reference it to. <laughs> exactly. Nope. Original voices, which still is quite funny to me. Just original voices. <laughs> so what's the point of reference? Nothing. It's an original voice. Um, little fun fact about that is we referred to um, the person from SNL, and that person... person rather, is uh, Daryl Hammond. So, now we'd be like, oh, your impression just sounds like the guy that played the KFC guy that once. Um, so, we had a few more episodes. Uh, we went through, and because there's so much great stuff in the very last episode of uh, what we were calling our first season, again, we didn't know how podcasting worked, 
So we thought there were seasons, like it was a TV show or something. So uh, we had a season finally, and uh, we called it that because uh, we had a friend who uh, was a real cunt, and um, we're not friends with that person anymore, but uh, if you know who he is, you know who he is, and we're right. But uh, he would always tell people how smart he was, and he would always try to make everybody feel stupid, and on Facebook, he wrote, Looking forward to the lost season finally. And we had a good laugh at it so much that we added it to this episode and called it season finally. Um, now, by this point in the uh, show, this is the eighth episode, and we had brought um, our good friend Ben Beckerman in to um, produce the podcast for us. Uh, he had a lot of experience in recording and uh, was more than willing to help us out. And uh, Chris had moved to what we called the zombie cabin. It was a very small house in this little town. And um, we set up a studio in one of the empty rooms he had because uh, there was a lot of empty rooms. And so um, he had an empty room, and so we set up uh, uh, a studio in there. And... Um, we called it a studio. It was basically two Ikea tables and some mic stands and chairs. And uh, the sound just bounces off all the goddamn walls. So it sounds like we're in some kind of uh, cavern recording this. Um, now this last episode, where the clips are from, uh, Josh Mauser was on. And uh, Josh is the host of a show that Chris and I are on called uh, The Full Q Podcast, where we discuss movies. And uh, so this is uh, the first time you get to hear us talking with Josh. So this is like a precursor to uh, Full Q. No, it's not. It's just us talking. So um, I wanted to go out with a bang. And uh, I had an idea, and I sent Chris a text, and he thought it would be fitting to um read the texts and uh it was fitting and funny oh wait hold on let's talk about andy's andy had a great idea for the show which he texted me today uh i think i actually still have the text i'm going to read these verbatim from my phone uh this just shows you what a class act andy is <laughs> and how much he loves his friends uh, I, given a, I love you now hold on I, I would like to say that i wouldn't make josh or ben do either of these things yeah okay so I write Andy, and I say, um, uh, well, no, no, he, he, writes, he writes to me at 12.48 uh, p.m. this afternoon, I think I got a good bit for tonight's show, I'm pretty excited about it. I write, and what is this bit? Oh, my dear boy, it's a doozy, it involves your mouth and food, dot, dot, dot. I write, I'm not eating anything tonight, sir. What if I was just going to fuck things into your mouth? <laughs> So I write back, inquisitively, fuck things into my mouth. Explain. <laughs> you close your eyes, I put a food item on my dickhead, and then gently ram it down your throat. So I write back, yeah, not gonna happen. Alright, but really you aren't eating weird things for the big finally? <laughs> that was on purpose, though. Or, yeah, I get it. I'm also not having a dick anywhere near my face, either. So you're willing to eat some stuff for the good of the show? I was planning on making a special trip to World Market. Maybe I could pick you up an imported beer to help wash it down. No, I'm not eating anything for the show. 
Why not? It will make sure it's. No, I will make sure it's nothing disgusting. I will even join in on something. My stomach is sloshing. Why so? You no feel good? <laughs> Sad face. <laughs> I write back. I don't know. We will see how it goes. Yeah, I was gonna buy stuff if you weren't committing to it. And you know, I wouldn't actually fuck food into Chris's mouth for the podcast. I would do it just normally. We're hanging out. Chris says I'm hungry. I go grab some cheese whiz. Um, the uh, the next one here is uh, it seems like it should be dark, but it's not. Um, back in high school, I thought I invented a way to lose weight, which was eating as much as you wanted and throwing it all up. And then I was watching MTV's True Life, I Have an Eating Disorder, and there was a blame it girl on there, and I was like, that bitch stole my idea. <laughs> so, uh, turns out I, uh, I'm not as uh, smart as I thought. Damn it. So, um, it's a little funny, and it uh, segues into a couple of other uh, vomit stories. This, the rest of this is a pretty uh, vomit-centric, so if you have a weak stomach... Tough fucking shit. I used to throw up in uh, uh, gutters. Did you have an eating disorder? Yeah. And the worst time was I drank this gigantic Coke and I ate a whole shitload of like flaming hot Cheetos. I was like, I gotta get this out. Like I ate way too much. So I went to the um, the gutter that's right at the exit of the high school, and I. <laughs> <laughs> So, so she's hungry. Go ahead, keep going. No, you're, I'm confused. We're supposed to stop. Stop. You're, you're yeah. eating disorder. No, go ahead. No, stop. Eating disorder. No, I'm sorry. No, no, eating disorder. No, I'm opening up. I didn't say no. Open up again. So I throwing up like in the gutter. Like that's when I decided to stop. I was on my belly throwing up in the gutter, and it was coming out of my nose, and it hurt so bad because it was like, you know, fresh coke and like flaming hot powder. <laughs> like, oh! <laughs> it was just painful. I'm laying there. On the ground in front of the school. One time, I gave Andy. We were we were in the movies. I can't remember what movie we were in, but we're just sitting there, and and I'm like, hey Andy, I got some candy. You want some? And he's like, oh yeah, give me some. And I handed him one jelly bean, and out of the whole box, it was his nemesis. Oh, the grape. The grape. Yeah. The artificial grape jelly bean. Are you allergic to grape? When I was little, my parents were looking at a '87 Chevy Nova. <laughs> How the fuck did that segue to a great <laughs> yeah, jelly bean? <laughs> and I had hypoglycemia, and so my mom would always give me juice boxes. Well, she gave me a juice box. I was very thirsty, and she gave me a juice box of grape, like Welsh's grape purple juice. Mm -hmm. And I drank it, and we're sitting there, and my mom was like, let's go take the car to Dad to see if he likes it, because it was his car. And we got there, and I'm laying in the back seat, and I just... And like filled up the whole floorboard with this purple vomit, and my mom was like, "Oh!" And like this was the test drive. Like the guy wasn't there. <laughs> the guy wasn't there or anything. And I was like, "I guess we have to buy it now." And I remember, because I think I passed out after that, because hypoglycemia is a bitch. But I remember looking, and my mom was just getting scoops of vomit and throwing it in the parking lot. Oh my god! All right, hold on. This brings oh, up another topic. Man. Okay. When I was little, I was... Got another one. <laughs> <laughs> we were at the, like, uh, eating dinner, and I just was... You know, you always think, like, I can make it. Or, it'll go away. And then, <laughs> by the time you realize it's not going away, it's too late. And I started going to the 
bathroom. I must have been like six, and my mom was like trying to help me, and I started throwing up, and she puts her hand over my mouth. <laughs> But that just sort of makes it like jettison over her hand straight, the <laughs> and it just went like, like splat right on the ground. And then my brother threw up. I think, probably not. I'm sure he'll post something on his Facebook. Like I did not throw up. I did, I did not throw up. He my does not use contractions. My name is Matthew Tunin Valentine. I did not throw up. What does Tunin mean? Put using my name on your show. What is Tunin? It's a family name. What is it? One who tunes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Wow. And uh, that spot on the carpet where I threw up, when my mom put my hand over, or her hand over my mouth, I would, I would always jump over it. Like, some kind of, like, like, spirit of my vomit would grab me and take me down to vomit hell. Um, man, kids are fucking dumb. Of course, that was just last week. Uh, now, to not be outdone, Chris had a uh, fun, uh, car vomit story and uh it's a little romantic and i think you'll enjoy the romance aspect chris what's, wow. your, distur- what's your disturbing vomit wow. story bring it on. uh my disturbing vomit in the car story andy you were actually with me you might not remember i don't this. remember this oh you man never even told the story but he doesn't remember it no you've uh, told it before and i told you you were a liar uh oh yeah so uh i tend to hang out with people that I work with a lot. And so we went to this party. Andy was with me with a... Stop it. She didn't say that. Stop. Shut the fuck up. Okay, thanks. Um, You're going to be a great dad. Thanks. So uh, we go to this party, and we go with this girl that apparently, I guess, liked me a little bit. And she got really, really drunk at the party, and she couldn't drive. So... Andy and I had to give her a ride back. She, of course, rode in the back seat. And uh, as we're driving, she starts feeling like she's going to throw up. So I say, hey, there's a Walmart bag back there. Why don't, you, why don't you just throw up in that? And she starts throwing up, and it's very loud. And just the sound of somebody throwing up tends to make you more prone to throwing up. So I was like, I don't want to be rude, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn the radio up. You keep throwing up, though. It's okay. So I turn the radio up full blast to kind of cover the sound of her in the back seat. And then, of course, the smell starts to slowly creep forward into the front seat. So then I have to roll the windows down. Like, hey, I'm not trying to be rude. I just, I don't want to smell your puke. Wow, you have all your senses going. It's yeah, like all at the same time. And then she, like, puked on my penis, too. That was later. Sorry. Did she really? No. Really? Um, oh. No, so afterwards I was I dropped, worried. Later on, I drop Andy off. Then I have to take this girl back to her house. And uh, she attempts to seduce me. Following throwing up, she, <laughs> mind you, she did. She did not uh, brush her teeth or uh, rinse or anything. Oh, that's, that's nice. She was wearing one of those shirts that's just kind of a, a piece of cloth in the front, and then it just ties in the back. And so I know she was trying to seduce me because she walks, and as she right as she crosses the the path of the door where I can't see anymore, that's when she unties it and the thing falls away. And right as she crosses the door. And then she comes back in with a you know white shirt. Who was this bitch? Um, her name was Erica, I believe. How dare she take her top off? Like yeah, that? but then or, like uh, do it like it's a PG thirteen movie. Like, like oh, oh, oh no, hope you can't see. You can see my butt, and it's still okay. <laughs> Maybe one nipple. Since she came in, I sat on the bed and I was like, I'm just gonna stay here and make sure you're all right. And then she comes and sit on, sits on the bed and like, of course, you know, tickling ensues and she breathes on me and I'm like, all right, I gotta go. See you later. 
All right. So this is the end of the best of that episode. And, um, you know, we did a lot of talking about vomiting. And uh, I kept touting about how I can vomit on command. One of my uh, special skills. If I was in the X-Men, they'd be like, Wolverine, you gotta get up there and fight him because he's gonna kill you. Andy, puke so it'll distract him and then maybe he'll throw up a little bit. So, um, that's my Professor Xavier. Spot on. Spot on. But, um, so, uh, as per requested by the group, I threw up on command. And you now get to hear it. Anyway, yeah. um, Andy's going to throw up and do a uh, measuring cup now. <laughs> yeah. All right. We promised so, it. We promised it, and here it is. Well, what a great segue. Uh, look for the video. It's going to be online soon. Uh, get a little closer to uh, the mic. Chris. Try to hold what? the mic in between you like and that? the cup. If you throw up in my cup, I'm going <laughs> to fucking kill you. Or on my... Oh, God. Put the mic oh, If you're gonna make those noises, get really close to the mic. That was a great <laughs> grumble. Oh, hold on, I can do this. <laughs> There's a boomer. Oh my god! That doesn't even look like puke. That's disgusting. What did you eat? <laughs> Just so you know. That looks like the other end. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, that's what it looks like if you drink nothing but Coke. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, that's, that looks like, that's, that looks, that doesn't look, that looks like, uh, you know. That's a talent. <laughs> that is a talent. <laughs> oh. He's crying a little. Let me get, let me get your tears. No. So am I, but of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to eat? I have a little bit of a cake screw over here. You want to have the rest? Uh, yeah, because that looks terrible. Here you go. Oh, okay. You want me to throw this up? No, just eat it. No, that's... Uh, you I need to eat. No. I thought you wanted me to eat things and throw it up. Oh, do it! Yeah, 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 yeah. I to do that, too. That's a good idea. Good job. Don't let me stop you. Andy's doing his best impression of Chris right now. Yeah. This is disgusting. You're going to be an internet superstar. <laughs> the throw-up guy. <laughs> me I and Bo Ronald. I can't wait. <laughs> Jesus yep. Christ, man, we're, that is the most disgusting looking thing I've we're, ever we're seen. We're gonna ride Andy throwing up, like, all night. Like, here we go, here he goes. Andy, how many ounces do we have? Like, measure it real quick. It's not even a measurable That's not even a measurable Oh, God, it's amount. warm underneath. It's like a teaspoon. Yeah, it is. So he ate the strawberry shortcake roll. Smell it. Big whiff. No, big. I want to hear it. He ate my leftover strawberry shortcake <laughs> roll. <sighs> Jesus. This God. is the last time. Okay. Because <laughs> then, please, let's just start going. Here it is. <laughs> Here, I gotta get some liquid in me. He's gonna, if you puke in that, <laughs> he's gonna, oh, I'll he's kill gonna, you. It's gonna puke in your pimpin. Oh God, Chris, that's disgusting. Ah. He says that as he throws up. <laughs> Andy's first malt liquor experience. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. 
did put it over here. Oh, no, no lie. Oh. I threw up in my mouth. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in metric, he almost hit 100. <laughs> in oh ounces, he's <laughs> right under four. <laughs> You're right, Josh? No, I'm not. <laughs> Harris, puke in the beaker. I'm not gonna... <laughs> oh, that was just a burp. I don't throw up on command anymore because that's ridiculous and dangerous. But, um, that was us. In the early days, having a lot of fun, we've uh, we've come a pretty long way, you know. If let's say it was early pioneer days, and um, you had like scoliosis, or you had a leg off, and uh, you had to make it over to California for the gold rush, and uh, that's where it was, right? Anyway, wherever the gold rush was. So, um, in the history of Reservoir Geeks, if we uh, landed in New York and we were going to head west to new lands and we had to fight those Indians and smallpox up some blankets, uh, I'd say right now we're like at Rhode Island. Like, it took us seven years to go to Rhode Island because we're going uh, south and then west that doesn't make any goddamn sense but anyway um that was that now uh if you haven't already checked it out our website is reservoir-geeks.com uh there you can find the full episodes of uh the vintage stock which is all these nine or 2009 episodes and um they're longer than just like you know 30 second two-minute clips. They're whole, full-fledged episodes. They're fun. And it's, uh, it's like you get to listen and be like, oh man, 2009. Wow. That was great. You know, it was post 9-11, pre Bin Laden getting killed. You know, it was a different time. Not really, but sort of. Um, and it was, uh, Oh, lost my train of thought. But, um, so you can go there, listen to those, and, uh, there will be a companion for this episode. We'll have that up there, and you can, uh, see all the references. If you're not familiar with the companion, we started it with the, uh, Streaks on the China episode, uh, the last episode of the new podcast. This is getting confusing. And, um, it's basically, you can just go through and, uh, Look at all the references, watch the videos, see the, uh, excuse me, um, again, not vomiting, uh, see the pictures, whatever, see all that shit, um, so you can go through, look at that, you can find us on, uh, Facebook, just type in Reservoir Geeks, we have a, a friend page, quote unquote, you can, uh, friend us, and like us, and get all those Fresh, fresh updates that everybody's clamoring for. And uh, we're on Twitter, but we don't use it. So if you want to see some really old tweets, you can go there. We got Periscope. We use that mainly for uh, the lovely soiree. So that's fun. Uh, we're on Snapchat, but we're old. So we don't know what the hell we're doing on it. Uh, we do Snap every once in a while like the Adams Family, so you can find us. It's all just Reservoir Geeks. Just go to your social 
and networking, search reservoir geeks. We set one up everywhere. I think we have an LO. Uh, just kidding, nobody has one of those. Um, I probably have a MySpace. Who knows? Is that a thing still? MySpace? Uh, swipe right on us with Tinder? Swipe right? And swipe left? Which one's the good one? Who knows? Uh, we're on Pornhub? That's not true. Um, but that's it. Yeah. And uh, to play us out. You know, Bill O'Reilly doesn't know what that means. I know what it means. So to play us out here, we're going to uh, listen to More Than Words by Extreme. And if you listen closely, you don't even have to listen that closely, uh, Chris and I sing, and they do backup for us. So uh, enjoy it. I'm painting uh, my nails black so I can play slowly in black and white. For extremes, more than words. Take it away. I love you, Chris. I love you more than words. Oh, but you just used words, so. No, I meant the song. Oh, I love you more than Take On Me. Oh, I like that song, too. Yeah. I'm a little out of breath. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) You cheated a a little bit. I wasn't. uh, I I don't really know the words to that song 100%. Really? Really, I don't. (laughs) Neither do I. Well, when you're reading them. Yeah. Makes it a little easier for you. Yeah. Yeah. The point of karaoke. I see. So what are we going to do about this swine flu? Beep, 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 beep.